Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we continue our running back talk as we go running backs 21 through 40. If you missed last episode, make sure you go check that out. We do our top 20 running backs. If you want to get all of our running back ranks, go to the website, fantasyfootballprofit.com. I think Jeff has 100 running backs ranked right now, something like that. You got quite a bit. I didn't even get to 100 yet. So you're, you're overachieving there, Jeff. I'm not quite there. But we have, yeah, I'm down. I have like 80 some. Jeff has 100. If you want to really go deep into the ranks, you check us out there. And we'll, I mean, that's where we'll constantly update them. So, which will they'll probably update within like, a day of this episode. It changes all the time as we get new news. So if you ever want updated ranks, go to fantasyfootballprofit.com. In the meantime, you also can check us out at Instagram at fantasyfootballprofit or Twitter at the FF Profit. And if you haven't heard or you, maybe you missed the spot last time, is we have a relegation league going on. We have five different tiers of this relegation league now. Um, before this, we have already 18 leagues filled up, 216 teams. We're getting more and more teams in there. If you want information on how to join, just go check us out on Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. You can get all the info there. We'll get you in. It's going to be just uh, okay. It's not quite like Scott Fishbowl big, Jeff, but it's <laughs> it's pretty big. I mean, this is we're not going to get there. That's twelve hundred teams. I'm not there yet, but yeah. hey, this is a um, fun little idea I think that we put together for relegation style league that we want people to keep coming back year after year in our leagues and have something to you know strive for to get bigger and bigger, go up the leagues. And there will be, don't have all the, there's going to be some prizes for this. Don't have all that information yet, but especially for the top tier league, we'll get something going as, you know, just in its early stages. So, Hey, if somebody out there wants to sponsor the relegation league, Hey, hit us up, right? I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. We'll, we'll do a sponsorship for that. So if you're, if you're listening, you have something you want to give the winners for this. Hey, just send me, send us an email, fantasyfootballprofit.gmail.com. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't hurt. You know, we'll, we'll definitely, um, you, you know, a belt away before yeah, maybe we, we uh, someone that produces rings championship or... belt last year, which was awesome. Um, shoot. Yeah. Rings and all kinds of stuff, you know, hit us, hit us up. We'll, we'll take your bribes, <laughs> you know, money too. No. All right. Running backs 21 through 40. This is, I mean, some of these guys could, these could be where you win your league here. Really could be. I don't feel confident in any of them. That's why they're 21 through 40. But we'll go number 21. So 21 is Kenyon Drake. And I think you kind of talked me into Kenyon Drake like two weeks ago. <laughs> and I started to buy it. And then this stupid Kalen Ballage talk happened or whatever. He's getting first team carries on day one. And I'm like, Ugh. I still like him, but I'm not going to like jump him so much. And so he's still 24th for me, 19th for you. I don't buy that. I don't buy it. I don't, I don't buy it at all. But Drake, he is, we're actually had, he's uh consensus ranks. He's 26, ADP is going 25th. So you're definitely higher. You're not buying this talk at all of Ballage, are you? You don't believe it, Balage. You don't, whatever his name is. You don't believe any of this, do you? I mean, I think they're going to use him. Don't be get, don't get me I, wrong. I every mean, every every well, every back is a committee these days. Yeah, anyway, so one hundred percent. And he is a very big back. They're probably going to use him goal, goal line kind of things, whatever you want to say. I mean, they had Frank Gore last year, and they gave him one hundred and fifty six rushes. Why in the world wouldn't you give this guy some work? And 
it does worry me a little bit. And it's the same worry, though. He, him giving him a bunch of first, you know, whatever you want to call it, giving him a bunch of touches in the to get him going, not a big deal. The biggest worry is will they give Drake enough touches? Yeah, that's that's it because he's talented enough. He, I really believe he doesn't have to be the RB. He doesn't have to be the you know the dominant possession guy. Really, I mean, he was very very good with very few touches last year. He came in with 173. I have it up 173. Say touches last year that ranked 28th as far as running backs go. He finished 17th as running backs go in the fantasy world. That number has to go higher. There is no reason he shouldn't have got more last year. He was very productive in the ones he did. He can catch the ball. He can also rush it. So he needs someone else to be able to carry the load along with him. So I don't think it's bad at all that Ballage or Balage or whatever his name is. <laughs> we, uh, should, we should figure that out. Yeah, we should. Uh, Ballage, I believe. Um, I, I, that's not a bad thing. That's a very good thing if he was a if yeah. he was worth you know his while. I think that can only help Drake. The big question will be. Are you going to up his, you know, he only got 120 rushes last year. That has to go up. Yeah. You got to give this guy, you know, Alvin Kamara type touches. And it doesn't mean that he'll give you that kind of production, but you have to get him up near 200. It doesn't even have to be about 180, 190 rushes. This guy will be good. You averaged 4.5 yards per carry last year. Um, he found his way into the end zone. He's one of the best offensive players they have. They desperately need him. I believe that they're going to come in there and they're going to work him more into the offense. And that's why it reflected, I mean, even worse. I mean, I have him, what, he's 21st for us, and he finished above that last year mm -hmm. with very few touches. So right. he's one guy that you can make a very strong argument for for being higher. But the problem is I don't really trust the Dolphins all that much. At least, I mean, again, it's I guess it's a new staff. So, we'll, you know, Brian Flores, I think, is what come from. But, okay, he came from the Patriots. And look at they did with their running back crew. I'm not going to mean, did he learn from that? We, you know, sometimes I think we put too much stock into where our coach came from. It might not necessarily be what he believes in himself, but hey, maybe he picked up a few things and that's what he's going to do. He wants to, you know, get that Patriots running back thing going. But I still think Drake's a very good value. And that's why he is still even slightly just a spot or two higher than ADP where I have him. And, I just haven't made that jump yet to move him up higher further just because of that early talk. I mean, I let, I let it get into my mind a little bit, but I really like the pick. I really like Drake. The more I'm looking at it, I think this, he could be a steal. He truly could. If he, if he is catch it or his, his touches increase. So move to number 22 is where we have Chris Carson, Chris Carson, 25th for you. 21st for me. We both, I think believe, Rashad Penny's going to step in a little bit, but I don't know if, how much that matters. Cause I think this is a running team, complete running team. Now they're probably one of the tops in the NFL last year and that could continue. And Chris Carson, honestly, he was really good last year. He was, he really was 1151 <laughs> yards, nine touchdowns, 4.7 yards carry. He doesn't really catch the ball much, but I will see Penny's going to get some more carries, but Carson did have 247. So that's, that's quite a bit. So he could still drop to 200-ish and still be very productive. That's really the only thing stopping him from being ranked higher is just Rashad Penny. Because if it wasn't for Rashad Penny, why wouldn't we rank this guy higher? He hasn't shown us anything that to say he's not, shouldn't be here. Maybe there's still some, um, the stigma of being, uh, you know, drafted in the seventh round in our minds. He wasn't, he was the seventh round guy. 
just two years ago, and Penny was the first round guy the year after. So that's where we start, you know, they draft the Penny in the first round, right? There's a reason for that, I believe. They already had Chris Carson on the team, and they still drafted Penny in the first round. But, hey, Carson was really good, so I'm not going to – I can't – this is, I think, where he belongs in this kind of area. I do have a hard time drafting him, though. This is more of a ranking off where I think he should be, but when the draft comes around, I I don't know if I pull the trigger. I know. I'm, everything you say <laughs> is completely true. I mean, the truth is, whoever ran the ball did really well in Seattle. They ran the ball very efficiently. Chris Carson, 247 rushes, as you mentioned. He averaged 4.7 yards a carry. Rashad Penny, a lot less carries, right? Only 85, but he rushed 4.9. I mean, they were just rushing very, very well. So I worry that something in that, I don't know why it would change that much, but something in that will change a bit and we'll see true colors kind of come out. I think Chris yeah. Carson's fine, but I don't think he's anything special. So it... The numbers being so elevated worry me. Yeah, and I think that's what I keep waiting for is this is we're going to see what he really is. He's really he's still he's a seventh round draft pick. They sometimes have a couple of good years and it just it's, at some point it falls off. Right. At some point, talent wins over whatever. And he's a good back, but I don't think he's a great back. And I think that'll show at some point. Yeah. So and I do I do think that he should be drafted here. I think he's going to get first crack at it. I think it will be a committee back. But I still think he'll do fine. Yep. But I, I don't I have a hard time, you know, a lot of some people are getting really hyped up on him because his numbers were so good last year, thinking he will be the primary back. I don't see it. So number twenty three for us is Sony Michelle. He is actually ranked twenty third for both of us. This is a guy who should probably be higher, but there's just question marks. There's the injury question marks, there's just the Patriots overall question marks. He was really, really, really good in the playoffs for them last year. And in a way, that makes me feel good about how what they feel about this guy and how much they like him. But that also makes me slightly worry that they're not going to overuse him. Maybe in the regular season, they have other guys they can use. You just know the Patriots work. They don't need to overuse this guy. They don't need to get him 20 plus carries every game. He's going to have some game. Maybe maybe it's a little bit less, especially if there is some injury concerns, because if he can do this in the playoffs for them again, great. They did draft Damian Harris, who I think is a pretty decent prospect. Honestly, they still got James White, who I think is going to catch a bunch of balls. I mean, Burkhead's still there, right? So I don't know how it's all going to play out. I think Sony Michelle could be under undervalued here, underranked, but I think it's pretty hard to put him higher just based on everything surrounding it. And just the fact that it's just Patriots. Yeah. Yep. Once again, in agreement. I, I love his running ability. What was surprising to me is the fact that they didn't throw it to the guy at all. Yeah. You have James White there. I mean, they're going to use him to catch the ball. I mean, yeah. Like at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at all. I mean, that was the scary part. I mean, he only had 11 targets during the year. <laughs> I mean, that 11 is ridiculous. Yeah. And. But his rush, I mean, he did have 209 rushing attempts um, that he, you know, turned into six touchdowns, 931 yards, you know, four and a half yards per clip. Uh, he missed three games during the season. Nothing to worry about. But when he was in there, they used him quite a bit, but it was only for rushing. That's the only reason he took this hit is because I think they use specific guys for specific 
you know, talents. And right now they don't view him as a receiving back. If for whatever reason over this offseason they say, hey, we want to keep him on the field more because he's our most dynamic running back, which he is, um, and they start throwing it to him, even if they only target him four or five times a game, that would be huge. That would be a game changer. I just don't – I've never seen the Patriots really do that, and they already have a bunch of other running backs yep. that can catch the ball. So, All right, number 24 is Josh Jacobs. He's 22nd for you, 26 for me. I honestly don't have much to say here because it's a rookie. I don't really – any of us that say we know what we're talking about are just completely guessing. The only rookie I've ever been like, I know this guy's going to be a th- – thing it was last year in Saquon Barkley because I mean well that's not I mean I, everyone Zeke, knew that there's always Ze- one there's a, Josh Jacobs is not that no he's not Gurley he's not Zeke he's not and Melvin Gordon even Melvin Gordon struggled this first year exactly I don't know what this is I don't know what he's going to because I don't even know if he was the best running back on his team in college <laughs> I'm not sure he was he wasn't like the true starter I don't know if he's even in a good situation <laughs> you know what I mean there's a lot of question marks here. He comes in a 24th for us because he should be a starting running back. Uh, Doug Martin's still there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> nice reaction. <laughs> yeah. Um, you like that commentary? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this, I'm not. I don't have much no. to say. It's a rookie, which I just don't. No, none of us know how it's going to translate. No, I think he will get a lot of carries, and that's why I, yeah. I don't know anything about the guy really. I mean, what we don't know what he's going to be. Yeah, we don't know what kind of NFL player he'll yeah. be. So I'm just going to move right along from Josh Jacobs. Let somebody else who thinks they know rookies and can just predict rookies. I've, there's a couple of people out there who just think, oh, yeah, let's draft in top 10. Don't listen to those people. <laughs> Philip Lindsay is 25th for us. 24th for you, 25 for me, which you might find a surprise, Jeff, because you we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is to me, but this to me, okay. Why Jeff might think this is a surprise is I'm a little bit more on the Royce Freeman bandwagon slightly. But a lot. But <laughs> this built. I'm built. This is built in. Okay. Philip Lindsay was the 12th best running back last year. He was. So if I think he's going to slightly go down, this is where he'll be. So you have to answer for this, Jeff. That's a good point. Why did you move Philip Lindsay down? Maybe so much? I have him too low. Maybe why did you, why is Philip Lindsay going to fall off? Is because Royce Freeman's going to take away some of his work? What's what's no, the, what's the deal I, here? I, I, I built this in. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay. So first of all, <laughs> Philip Lindsay was so much better than Royce Freeman. <laughs> but he, he he is a smaller framed back, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But he got 192 rushes last year. He caught 35 balls. Um, do I think his numbers could go up a bit? Yes. But at the same time, usually when you get more uh, carries, your yards per average goes down. The guy was averaging 5.4. I mean, he was a monster. It was crazy. I don't think that is suitable. Like, even if he was averaging high fours, you know, you add 30 touches and all of a sudden it kind of equals out. Um, I actually tell you the truth, when you put it like that, I don't know why I have him so like so high. I think it is because I saw him one year um, yeah. that you have a new quarterback. You have, you know, your your entire offense is kind of shifted. And I just want to see him do it again. And he's an undrafted guy, so you have a built-in bias against him. Uh, kind of. <laughs> he's um, currently uh, consensus ranked 21, ADP 21. So we're slightly lower on him. I just don't think he's going to get more 200 carries. I don't think he's ever going to hit 200 carries in his career in a season. I don't think that'll ever happen. I think 192 is what he's going to max be able to max out at. And I mean, he did only catch 35 balls. Do you think that number will go up? I don't know. I don't really know if it and, will. I mean, even for a smaller back, maybe, too, the fact that maybe. he got nine rushing touchdowns. 
He's going to be used. There's not, I'm saying he's going to be used. He's going to be used. I just, I think Freeman's going to have more of a role. He, he was just so efficient. Yeah. I think that is my big kind of takeaway. I, just, I, I like the guy. And once again, it, there's a bunch of guys that I'm like, I, if they ended up on my team, I'd be happy about it. I'd be fine. But yeah, I just see so many other guys that have the upside. And he, he was so tremendous last year. I just have a hard time believing that he can be that good again. Number 26 is David Montgomery. 29th for you. 22nd for me. Not all, again. It's the same thing with Josh Jacobs. This is this. This is just he's in a fairly good situation. We believe. We think he's going to be used. I feel similar to Jordan Howard, probably right in a way. But that's all I know. I don't really know. I don't know. I there's no guarantee anything. I don't want to get into rookie talk too much. Um, I did rank him a lot higher, not a lot, seven spots higher than you. But that's really just. I like. I think the Bears are going to have a good offense. I think he has an opportunity. I don't necessarily love the. I don't. I don't have David Montgomery on any of my teams. Not one, and I probably won't. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, not I, sure. And I just don't like. I don't like. I don't really like drafting rookies. I not when you have to actually draft them and use up some kind of draft capital to get them. What you do with David Montgomery, and I don't like it. And if you're going to compare the two rookies, uh, Josh. Jacobs is the only guy in town in in my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that Montgomery is the best running back on the team. I think Tariq Cohen is, and he's going to get every reception that there is. And if you want, I mean, you know, apples to apples, I think he is probably compared to, you know, a Jordan Howard type player. I think it looks like he's a, a good running back. Once again, we don't know what he's going to do in the NFL, but it looks like he's very solid. Uh, you know, Chicago was very intent on giving enough carries to Jordan Howard last year. He had 270 touches, I believe. Um, he, you know, he ended up ranking number 20. So you could say Montgomery is so much better than that, which I think that is a, a leap. But if you really believe that, then he could be, you know, higher than the top 20. But I also don't think he's going to get 270 carries as a rookie. No, so I, no. Once again, I just. I don't think that's what this, this team is anymore. No, it's yeah. a different team. So that's why I'm lower on Montgomery. I, I kind of get the argument, but I think you're connecting, a, people are connecting mm-hmm. a lot of threads that just aren't there yet. Josh Jacobs is just a much talented, much more talented back than David Montgomery, too. Yeah. It's just not yes. even, it's just, it's, yeah. it's people think Montgomery's going to be a situation, which, I don't know. They, that, they like to use Cohen last and year. If he, and that's the thing, too. He will be the short yardage back, more yeah. than likely. If he gets in, if, he, if he's able to vulture a bunch of touchdowns, then you'll, you're in good shape. If he does not, you're in terrible shape. Yep. So this is just a lot of people listen to this episode. Just a, a lot of we don't know. But you know what? Hey, I'm not going to tell you something I did. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, feel like this because this is. I'll say this is the next guy, Tevin Coleman. Uh, what do you think about this? Jesus. I knew. I knew exactly how this is going to go. Coleman is 27th. He's 26 for you. 27th for me. Uh, this is a really a real another. I don't know because this is a new team for him. We've never seen. Okay, I Tevin Coleman was always the guy who we thought would just. As soon as he was given the opportunity, he's a sure thing guy, top 10, right? And he kind of had that opportunity last year, and he wasn't oh, that. He had that opportunity. And he really, truly wasn't that. He wasn't, okay, he wasn't bad. I actually had to look this up the other day because I think in my mind he was almost worse than he, his stats truly looked because I think we expected so much more. He just didn't, they didn't use him like a number of running back one with Freeman out there. We, he just, maybe that maybe he can't be used that way. I just wonder how that because he only 167 carries. 
He turned it into 800 yards and 4.8 yards per carry. That's very solid. Very good. Still only, but only four touchdowns. But that's in 16 games. And how many games did Freeman even play last year? I mean, Freeman wasn't around like at all. No, Coleman was the starter the entire time. Like, he had Edo Smith behind him. Yeah. And the, the thing that really worried me, because if you look at his yard per average, you're like, and Falcons had to throw a lot yep. because they were always behind. So you're like, okay, you, you forgive him for that. Even though he only increased his his rushing attempt by 11 attempts from 2017 to 2018 yeah. when Devontae Freeman was there, which is very bizarre. And then my biggest worry is he only had 32 receptions. Yeah. You and only add five receptions when you're throwing that much. Uh, something doesn't connect here. He, his yard per average is great. That 4.8 is wonderful. You could kind of hang your hat on that alone. But you you show me this, and then you show me a 49ers team that has a million running backs, mm-hmm. who and a lot of them did well last year. I can't imagine all of a sudden he's the bell cow. No, but we still have him ranked actually probably a little even a couple spots higher than consensus for some strange reason. But I'm just trying to give all the points against him. But then, okay, if he is given the Irish school role, right. hey, we're, this is really low for him if he's actually given this role. Um, I McKinnon's still coming back from injury. We don't know what he'll be. Matt Breida's still there. Coleman should be the best back here. But again, like I say, he had that shot before and he didn't quite pull it off. Yeah. So this probably is okay for him. I just don't think he's ever going to be more than this. Yeah, and we, we might be slightly low on him, like you said, because he did finish 19th last year. But I truly think that this is a committee back, not even just two. But if there were two, it would be a very even split between Coleman and Brita. And I think everyone else will pepper in. There's a ton of them. And mm-hmm. I, why? I mean, when McKinnon actually does come back, or I don't, I don't know, even know where his health is at currently, they're going to give him a shot. But I mean, you know, just for the heck of it, because I don't think they're going to re-sign the guy. So you might as well use him while you can. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's even possible he's cut. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely could be. Um, but you still have other guys there. So I, I think Breida played too well just to completely forget the guy. And, you know, was it Moster, Mostart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However you want to say his name. I know he's going to be a special teams, you know, uh, guy. And he's going to be a return guy. He's going to be good. But he's a very athletic guy, too. And he did pretty well when they gave him touches. So I could see, once again, just another guy that takes, you know, 50 50 attempts away from those other guys. I just see this being a huge committee back. But in saying that, Tevin Coleman comes before any of those guys because I think he will be the number one guy in the depth chart. Remember Jeff Wilson? Oh, Jeff Wilson too. <laughs> Shoot, I, did, I totally I he, forgot about him. I'm pretty sure he's still on the he's team. He's still on the team as well, yeah, 100%. A lot of guys could do something last year, but yeah. 28, Latavius Murray. He came in 28 for both of us. I think he's going to – I really – we've said – that. if you've heard the show, I've said this a million times now lately, the last couple of shows, is I really think he's going to take that Ingram role, but maybe not to the full extent, but like 90% of it, something like that. But I think Kamara will still be – I think Kamara will get most of the goal line work, red zone work. I don't know if Murray will take as much as Ingram had, but Kamara was taking a lot away from Ingram anyway. But Murray's going to get quite a good run here, I think. And so I'm, I'm comfortable getting him around 28 here as 28th running back. Yeah, I think that is a wonderful pick. And like I sold you on Drake, you actually sold yeah. me on him. It's a very, very good point. Why would all of a sudden, you know, Kamara is not going to get every single touch. Uh, they don't want to use him like that. He hasn't. They've always usually had a, a tandem back kind of um, style. Uh, and he is perfect. He is the perfect guy to plug in for Ingram on a very good team. Um, I don't think he is quite the back Ingram is. 
but he is big. He's physical. He can run downhill. He played really well on teams that I think had worse running games, Oakland and Minnesota, where he averaged right around four yards yeah. of carry every time. And he can get in the end zone, which is always the plus. Um, Kamara will get first shot at that. But yep. even even if you look at Ingram, he got plenty of shots uh, to get in the end zone as well. So I love this pick. And I think, what is his ADP? So let's see here. Uh, Murray is currently ADP is 36. Yeah. So value pick right there. I, I believe so. I truly believe so. I, people just, I, don't, I think everyone just feels like Kamara is going to completely take over, but I don't think that's who he is. Murray, he's going to be have another guy to be yeah. used. It's just it's the way it's going to work. I wish, and if if that was really the case, then you should have Alvin Kamara ranked number one. Exactly. No. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Truly, you should. All right. So number twenty nine, Jeff's favorite player in the NFL, favorite running back, his most exciting guy. He loves to watch every week. Just can't wait to watch this guy play. And it's perfect that it just seems to be this is the case. And I have this guy ranked thirtieth. Jeff has this guy ranked thirtieth. But somehow he slightly goes higher, and he's twenty ninth. It just seems to be no one likes him, but he's up there a little bit more. It's Lamar Miller. So Lamar Miller is the most boring player in the NFL right now (laughs) to me. It's not even even how he plays. It's just the fact that you just his numbers. are just I don't know. There's just something. So these if you look at his last five years, he's been decently productive in a way. I mean, he's been over 200 carries in all but one of the last five seasons. The one season he was below 200 carries is 194. So you know you're going to get a guy who gets work. He had well, 1,099 yards, 872, 1,073, 888 in the last year, 973. His touchdowns were 8, 8, 5, 3, and 5. I mean, he catches 38, 47, 31, 36, 25. So you know he's going to catch some. But he let's see, his actually fantasy rank over the last five seasons, 9, 6, 18, 14, 22. So he, he always finishes higher than like – is over is right. like what he really truly is. And I just can't draft him anymore. It's done. He, I can't do it. He, yeah, I know. I, well, I've never done it, but because I think now he's actually is he draftable fi- because he was going way too high. And really my, my beef came with him after he left Miami. And I was kind of like, no, nah, I think he's way overrated because he was. And he, and oh, I, yeah, he, I, got, he yeah. got way hyped. And, and it was for good reason. I understand why. I mean, he was ninth and sixth as far as running back position goes uh, when at his final two years in Miami. When he went to Houston, he was still a very fine back, but he was always ranked way higher than he should have been. 18th, 14th, 22nd. Um, look, he, he's an older back now. I think he'll be fine. He's going to be the starter there. If you get in trouble and you have to pick uh, a running back later, he's going to be around, and you can pick him. He will be the number one. He'll get about 200 carries, you're hoping. You're hoping he doesn't get injured. He has stayed relatively healthy. I think the most he's ever missed is three games, and that was his rookie season. So that's always a positive. He's not overvalued this year. He's just, you know exactly what you're getting. Um, And really, I was even more down on him because I thought Deontay Foreman was going to actually do something, but he got hurt. Um, I don't know if they have anyone, you know, I don't think Foreman is really, I don't know. It, he's a big back that blew his Achilles out. So I, I really doubt that. He's yeah, gonna, that's a tough one. Yeah. But, um, Hey, he's fine. He got five touchdowns. He almost got a thousand yards, if, 210 rushes. He is what he is. If he's, if he's your fourth running back. Right. You know, whatever, you know, thinking of 2016, you said how he hyped it was. I just want to take a little trip down memory lane here and sure. look at some preseason ranks of 2016. This is the, that's the, um, 
Shoot, did we start the podcast in 2016? Or was that 2017? I can't remember these days. I'd have to laugh. I think it's about 2016. <laughs> the end of the end. So hard to believe that these are some of the ranks back in the day. So Peterson was the number one ranked running back that year, to start the year. Todd Gurley was two. Zeke was three. So you had some names there. David Johnson, four. So normal. Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell. Lamar Miller, number seven. We really hyped him that much. Not us, just right. in general. Lamar Miller was the seventh best. Well, that's 2015, right? 16, 16. Oh, this is yeah, preseason, yeah. Preseason so rank. That was coming off of, season. Yeah, that was coming off of two top yeah. 10 finishes. So. And then Doug Martin was eight. Mark Ingram, nine. Eddie Lacy, my favorite player, <laughs> number Lacey. 10. Man, that's some um, Thomas Rawls. Ugh. Did we really buy that? I didn't buy that. Well, Seattle. At least we're, we're not. We're not on. Uh, we're not. We're not recorded saying anything good about Thomas Rawls. I believe. So. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm worried that that's going to be the next Chris Carson. <laughs> Ryan Matthews, twenty. God, remember that. Ryan Matthews. All right, number thirty, James White. And we're more. This is more of a standard half. Yeah. We kind of our ranks are more based, I guess, on half nowadays. I say we'll just say that. Keep everyone happy, right, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go standard, but half is kind of the, yeah. the fair in between. James White is just this. He's. If you're in a PPR league, he's worthwhile. If you're not, if especially if you're in standard, he he drops way off the board. I, I just, I don't know what to think about James White because he catches the ball a lot. He did. He had, what did he get last year? I remember how many catches. Where's the catches here? 87 catches. Oh, God. I pull up James White on uh, – I look at pro football reference a lot for these stats. You know, running backs, typically they rank their rushing up first. James White actually has the receiving on the left side. Yep. <laughs> that just shows what what you know what you think about him. But 87 catches last year. I don't think that's going to change, especially with Gronk gone. James White is going to get catches. And he finishes the 11th best – and that's standard scoring last year, I believe. I do – I don't think there's anything wrong with getting James White around here. I think this is actually okay, even in standard. I think this is this is bordering on a fourth running back, very mm. end of very end of the third. I'm okay with this. I think there's something. Mm. I, I'm no, I really am. <laughs> I I am a little bit more on this bandwagon because I feel like there's some actual, a little more safety involved. Because you can get something, but I guess you'll have a game or two where he does nothing. It, yes, those will be involved. I just think the catches are actually. I think the catches might even slightly increase. I I, well, I don't I don't agree with that. But oh, like, I, 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 I this is this is the reason I'm I'm worried. Um, James White has been around for a while, right? He, he's not some bright new shiny toy. I think they can plug in almost anyone. Burkhead was hurt last year. Uh, Sony Michelle started off slow because he was a rookie, and while he did, I mean, the second half of the season, pretty much from week ten, I'm, I'm on, avoiding looking at this. I'm I looking at the game so log. We, don't look we, at this game log. Jeff. Week ten on, it's he, pretty poor. He never he got he topped out at nine carries in a game, <laughs> and his receptions actually went down a ton too and that was the that's the part that scares me before that he was yeah. going like gangbusters after that he tops out at seven receptions in a game and he only has one touchdown compared to six previous in the first well i mean you can look at it like okay week 10 was poor but you know weeks 11 and 12 were actually good probably fantasy numbers and yeah, actual sure, like, they're probably fine and then the third okay the last four games were definitely just not that good but he did get a touchdown in week 15 made that number pretty decent i mean that that's Absolutely And true, he got a touchdown in week 16. So really, he had three bad weeks, Jeff. That's it. He was so, well, he was so <laughs> dominant in the three bad weeks. He was so dominant in the first you half of the season. And believe me, I I had him, okay. in, I had him in a lot of teams. For a second, I don't know why I'm sitting here defending yeah. James White. <laughs> how did this? Okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> and I, I, I get your point, though, because if they, 
if Nikhil Harry does struggle, they yeah. don't have Gronk. There is a lot of reasons why you would use yep. him as a wide receiver. I get it. But his numbers in the first half of the season compared to the second half are night and day. I don't know which one you're going to get, and it worries me. And you know he's not going to get rushing touches. Unless Sony Michelle goes down, that 94, I don't think is going up. I don't think he's going to get 100 touches as far as rushing. And I think his receptions probably will – I think both will actually go down a bit. And I don't think that he's going to end up with seven receiving touchdowns this year and five uh, rushing. I mean, he, he just did phenomenal, but he just did the best with what he had. I don't see it happening okay. again. So number 31, Tariq Cohen. Go defend his game log, Jeff. You have him five spots ahead of Tariq Cohen. <laughs> don't do that to me. And I have him five spots behind James White. Do you really? Okay, that's fine. Go defend this. Go defend his end of season. What did he do at the end of the year there? His final four games. Don't use my own my own rationale. After me. his big 12 for 156 receiving game. Don't look at that. <laughs> look after that. I, what about oh his God, yeah, What about crazy. his six for what about his week eight? Six carries, five yards, one catch, eight yards. Look he at did. his he look at his week two. Four rushes, eight yards, one catch, seventeen yards. I agree with you. Look him. at his six carries, twelve yards, one catch, seven yards, five carries, twenty-four yards, two catches, eight yards. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I think the, the difference here too, I get your point. I know it laughs a little bit, but it's uh, also truth. Uh, uh, no, that's okay. That's really um just shows how Cohen and White here, we have 30 and 31st, and we we have we jumped around on their ranks, but that's what you could possibly get with them. There's gonna be they're gonna be good, really, really good at times, and other times you're gonna get the absolute nothing games from them. And you're like, oh crap. That's why you don't these guys aren't relied on even slightly. You can't even even begin to rely on them. So don't draft them like that, please. You know, even in PBR, we think they're good better in PBR, but they're, you know. It's um yeah. Not not uh no safety involved. No. And I do have to say that Tariq Cohen is a younger player. I think uh also Jordan Howard's out of the out of the way. So if Montgomery doesn't do as well as everyone thinks he's going to, I think he can get more rushes. He is definitely deadly in the passing game. We all know that uh, the QB there, even though people don't like him a whole lot, but, yeah. but but he did get hurt. So you were dealing with multiple guys, but I think they were going in the right direction. So I do think that his numbers, unbelievably, I think they can increase. He got 99 uh, rushing attempts, 71 receptions. Um that guy is just so deadly. So um, in PPR, especially, but um, I just like the upside of Tariq so much more than James White this year. But you're you're right. I'm kind of you know I make like to your point. I make an argument and I like <laughs> one do, guy for it. And I, I hate the other we can guy. all craft anyone we like. So I'm gonna um we'll just run through some guys a little quicker here as we get. I mean we're at 32 now. So we have Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny is 32nd. Let's see here. Wow, Jeff, you actually rank him one spot higher than I do. So I have Rashad Penny 32. You have him 31. And this is all completely just he was a first-round pick the year before. We think the Seahawks are a really good running team. Yeah, they might use him more. I think they will use him more. He did get 4.9 yards per carry last year in his 85 attempts. Not a big workload to actually see what he could do, but and this is complete. This is speculative. speculative. Uh, talking too much, Jeff. I can't talk. We're completely just guessing here. But I think he's going to play and play well and play more. So that's why Carson is not as high for us, like we said earlier. Um, really, I don't think there's much more to add to that. It's just kind of what he is. Next is Jordan Howard, 33. There's actually some good talk about him 
early in preseason and training camp, but and it's whatever. I, it's going to be the Eagles don't really truly use one guy, and I don't think they're going to. And I just I don't think they're going to. And so he's going to be used. Sanders going to be used. Just I'm not going to rely on Jordan Howard in any way. I don't think no. you are either. You can't catch the ball. They're very good at passing in the red zone. You're not going to be able to pound in quite as many. He had nine touchdowns. He only had 3.7 yards per carry last year. He got 250 rushes. I think uh, the yard, you know, the average obviously won't go down, but I think touchdowns and the amount of times he rushes will. Yep. You know, I, I think it's limited upside. So 34 and 35 works out to be Darius Geis, Adrian Peterson. This is a great, and this is one of them, uh, one of the discussions that I think very few people are having, and I I really think that's an important one. I think plenty of people will kind of talk about Geist, but so many people are overlooking AP, and we don't really know what Geist is yet. No, he was He also got injured right away. So AP did well last year. So we ranked them 34, 35. You ranked Geist 33, Peterson 35. I ranked Geist 36, Peterson 37. So... Current ADP has Geis going off the board at 29 and Peterson going off the board at 46. So ADP, there's 17 spots apart and we have them one. And I'm not buying that. I don't, I don't want to bank on Geis being healthy. I mean, a lot of time, I think we've only seen one player that I can remember ever come just back from that ACL and just be amazing. That's Adrian Peterson. Yeah. That's the only one. And this guy needs to play, man. He needs to make some money. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's not going away. He's not going away. If you think Darius guy's just going to take this job and Adrian Peterson's not going to do anything, man, it's not, it's not going to happen. Peterson's going to be involved. And why would the Redskins uh, use their now second year, their new running back, just use him as any kind of, not wor- I mean, he's not going to be a workhorse. That's not even b- to begin with. But why are they going to just use this guy coming off an ACL injury when you can use Adrian Peterson? This isn't a contending team. They know this. I mean, come on. They got, they're going to possibly have a rookie quarterback out there. They're building. They're not going to use guys in a, in a workhorse role. It's just not going to happen. It'd be stupid to do that. Peterson's going to be involved. They should not be 19 spots apart in ADP. That's crazy to me. It's complete... Just you're drafting off Geis' potential. And I don't think that's there yet. Yeah. And and I don't think people realize how well AP did last year. He had 251 rushes, over 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns, 4.2 yards per carry. He finished, what, 17th overall as far as running backs go, I believe. 18th. And the guys above him were Kenyon Drake, Nick Chubb, Chris Carson. And he did that with no preseason. Yeah. And... And that team wasn't that good no, anyway. No. So, you know, I, I think that he is another value pick because I do see them using him a lot this year still. And, I think so. And really, I mean, the two other guys that they have that are talented are, and they also drafted Love, who he's, is obviously... He's slightly in, interesting, actually. But he's too. also a, coming off a knee injury. Yeah, true. So yep. why wouldn't you... You have you could have Geis and Love for years to come. Mm-hmm. Bring them up slowly. Yep. Give Adrian Peterson a ton of carries, at least in the... Uh, my my thing is like if I draft Adrian Peterson, I'm thinking I use him the first seven games and then we see where we're at. Well, but more than likely after that, I'm trying to probably deal. In the way it's going, you're able to draft him as your fifth running back. Yeah, I think it's, that's it's wonderful. A, it's a it's a free pick. Yep. So number thirty six is Royce Freeman. Jeff was able to rank him high enough to get him to thirty six. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So uh, go ahead and sell me. I mean, it's not, I I don't have a lot to go off. (laughs) I can't even, I can't, I just, I can't even, uh, yeah. I only ranked him 33rd. That's not like, that's not crazy. Okay. I think, I think the talk of like how disappointing he was last year or whatever is actually a little, it's a little far-fetched. He wasn't that bad. It's just Philip Lindsay was so good. Truly. That's what it was. I mean, yeah. Freeman did. He averaged four four yards a carry. That wasn't the worst. He had five touchdowns actually in his in his 130 carries. If he gets more of a workload, I mean, if he was able to get a workhorse, he's not going to be a workhorse quite with Lindsey. But if you had translated this over to somebody who got 200 and some carries, he's going to be he would he would be getting close to that thousand yard mark with probably close to you know nine touchdowns. That's a really good season. The yards per carry is not great, but I mean, Le'Veon Bell had a four yards per carry season. Just recently, there's nothing wrong with this. Like he was, he was fine. He really was truly, he was fine. Philip Lindsay was just a very surprising player and that took all the headlines. And I think Royce Freeman, especially in the fantasy community, got way overhyped. Yeah. <laughs> I think my brother drafted him at our auction for like 50 bucks. To be, to be fair, it was kind of the Josh Jacobs kind of deal where yeah. you, you thought he was the only guy in town and then an undrafted Philip Lindsay comes along and just steamrolls him. I don't see Philip Lindsay going anywhere. I, he, I think there's a place for Royce Freeman, but I don't see his numbers ballooning. And he was he was average. He he was a he was a fine back. You put him on your team, whatever. As like football, football, you put him on your team. But Royce Freeman has very limited upside unless Philip Lindsay gets hurt. I in my mind, I I I think I might have him ranked too low. Too low? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so just keep an eye on that. No, all right, number thirty-seven, Lashawn McCoy. What do you even? What do you even do here? I feel like that that we uh, that was a guilt ranking. <laughs> I think he's done, right? I I don't know. That team was so bad last year. Yeah, I mean, I think he is. I, I don't know what to do with him. He should be the number one. I think he, I don't know. On another team, he probably has stuff left. But um, he's thirty-one-year-old running back. There's only one other guy who seems to stick around later, and that's a guy on his team. Yeah, Gore. I mean, there's only Gore and Peterson really older than this. I mean, and, at this point, you're just picking him because he's technically the number one on the team, right? I mean, is he? I don't think he's guaranteed to make the team right now. They could. If this is a lot of depends on what Devin Singletary is, right? And I don't know. I just there's no. Okay, but you know what I'll say. If you want to draft LaShawn McCoy as like your fifth back, which is where about he's going, sure. Right. You know, take take a shot at it. I'm, I'm nothing against that. That that's where I think he he's again, he's not you're not gonna this is nothing. You don't have to hurt your team by drafting him. So you can take a shot if you want. Number thirty eight, Naheem Hines. My he's actually I'm actually wow, I'm lower on him than you. I thought I was higher, but I, I like him a lot. This is a player I really I truly like. And I believe that I, this offense is great. It's Colts have a great offense and Hines caught 63 balls as a rookie. And that's going to be, again, this is more, he's looking to be the James white Tariq Cohen type, but you get him at a better value. That's pretty much it. You get him at a better value. And I think he can be a similar player to those players in a, again, in a good offense, just like they're in good offenses. PVR. He's even better. I, I, I like the pick. I think he's going, um, I think he's going too low. I really think he should be because right now ADP, he is fifty four in ADP, fifty four. That's way down there. Yeah, that's um, yeah, he shouldn't be that low. Shouldn't be fifty four. 
So we have him 16 spots ahead of uh, ADP. And I think he's a good player on a good offense. And again, we're not 100% sold that Marlon Mack is going to be... We haven't seen a full season from Marlon Mack yet either. So let's wait and see. 39, Miles Sanders. Yeah. What is he? We don't know. <laughs> the Eagles. They, they're going to use a bunch of guys. Like we talked about Jordan Howard. It's going to be Howard. It's going to be Sanders. Isn't Darren Sproles just... Back on the team again? <clears throat> yeah, they they just have Josh a bunch Adams of guys. is on the team yeah. yet, right? I mean, what is Miles Wendell Sanders, Smallwood still on the team? Yeah, what is Miles Sanders ADP? So Miles Sanders is currently ADP of thirty seven. Okay, well that's not that's not, not wild, but I, uh, he it, could he could get this could end up being a very good pick. I I again this is good value. This is actually where he should be. And this is where I don't mind. I I like Miles Sanders. I just don't know how much he'll be used right away, but. Again, you're not. There's anybody in this range. It's no cost to you. This isn't a cost to draft this guy. So I do like putting Sanders on your team. If you're if you're getting what what are we getting here? Fourth running back, maybe fifth running back. That's not that's not the worst. You take a chance on that guy. I'm just not, I don't know how much I <laughs> trust the Eagles to use him. I know. I'm kind of the same way. I they traded for Jordan Howard. They're going to use Jordan Howard. They have Jordan Howard, and he wasn't. He wasn't really a pass catching back in college either. Yeah. You know, you never know with college. You truly don't because, you know, you fit into a system. It's not like they go around the town of the player always. So he only had 24 catches his, you know, uh, junior year at Penn State. If he was a pass catching back, I would feel better about this because I think that would kind of solidify him. But I feel like him and Jordan Howard are going to compete for carries. And Jordan Howard is the veteran. So it's going to really hurt him, especially the first five games or so. Yeah, Howard's going to get the look early, I think. And Sanders will be worked in as we go. All right, let's finish up the list. Number 40, Austin Ekelar. 47th for me. I just have him a little lower. You have 36. That's just a, that's a lot of Melvin Gordon here. We don't really know what he what he's going to do. I do honestly think that Ekelar will get most of the work if Gordon's not there. It'll be obviously split between him and Jackson. But I think Ekelar's a better player. Jackson's fine, but Eckler's a better player. But I think fantasy owners are burned by that one week where Gordon was out. I can't remember exactly what that one was. But Gordon was out that one week. And Eckler comes in and everyone, oh, he's going to be the guy. You know, you have to put him in your lineups now for sure. And he kind of burned you. And he wasn't really good that one week. And I think that's on everyone's minds. Because in in the work he's gotten over two years, he's at 5.3 yards per carry in the minimal work, which... That happens. Players are going to have a little elevated yards per carry when they're used in, you know, different situations. You know, he catches the ball a good amount. I think he can be a decent player. He's not going to be a full workload if he's the guy, but he can be right. a decent, and if decent Melvin, player. And if Melvin Gordon isn't around. He jumps quite he a bit. He obviously jumps, but it'll be, a, you know, you'll definitely have both backs in the system. I think he's definitely more the receiving back. It's going to turn into a very kind of stereotypical NFL, mm-hmm. you know, Running back I think court. it must. I think it was that Tennessee game. He started and got twelve carries, forty-two yards, five catches for mm. twenty-six. I think that's where kind of people got burned. But all right, that's our top forty now. If you've listened to both episodes this week, so that's top forty. There's some names that we didn't mention, but we might at sometime. Ronald Jones would have been forty-one, which who knows? Daryl Henderson, Deontay Foreman, Edo Smith, Jalen Samuels, those kind of guys, uh, players that we just don't know about. No, I was very, very shocked at when I was looking at it, especially touches and trying to figure out what teams do what kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize Peyton Barber had, he was 12th most touches for a running back. He's just not good. He had 254. 
He's not good. No, it was really bad. He turned it into nothing. Oh, that's the only reason Ronald Jones in my mind maybe could do something. Maybe, maybe. I can't believe they didn't use him at all. Just see what he was, but which worries me even more. <laughs> right. So, all right. Anyway, that'll do it for running back ranks. We'll be back with one more episode this week as we'll do a mock draft again, like we did last week. Last week we did uh, QB early. If you haven't heard that one, if you ever think about drafting a quarterback early, check out our mock draft from last week Friday. This week we'll do one where we're going to load up on running backs early and see what kind of, if you go running back heavy, which we tr- like to do a lot, but I might go like really running back heavy, like at least three first three rounds, maybe four rounds and that kind of see what kind of team you can pull off for that. But we'll have that later this week. Talk to you guys then. 